This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Brent Sullivan. We're here. We're queer. Help! Textual healing. So did you guys hear about how they, like, re-banned conversion therapy in New York? city or it was like it was banned it was but banned. then they were like no we're not gonna do it no more and here's why it was like a a weird double take and it, it kind of like set the news ablaze yeah. for a day mm-hmm. because new york city was looking to ban conversion therapies at conversion therapy as other states have i think california and new jersey and other places have brent but not just for youth, for everyone. I for believe. everyone, yes, yeah. for everyone. And then the city council speaker, mm-hmm. um, he came out of New York City and said, we are not going to go forward with right. this universal ban on conversion therapy uh, because it would give leverage for a federal case in, at the Supreme Court that then could potentially harm LGBTQ Americans uh, based on the makeup of the court right what a now. shitty irony. It is a shitty irony, but it also brings up a really, and I know, I know from the comments, because I read <laughs> I read all the comments, these guys have very thin skin. I read everything, especially the ones where you guys hate nothing. me. I read everything. I read everything. I've never heard I it. actually, I don't mind Your being hated at all. Never pierced um, my... But I know that in the past, people have taken issue with my freedom of speech sort of rights that I, I, I do stand by as a writer, but I also think as a comedian, too. Uh, I, I, as an American. Uh, well, sure, but I don't think we're necessarily in a culture where all speech is necessarily accepted, even speech that we hate. Mm-hmm. I think there is, a because of cancel culture, there is mm-hmm. definitely an atmosphere where some things cannot be said, and if they yeah. are said, you're out. I agree. And I, I mean, I don't want conversion therapy, just like we were talking about that book on Amazon about right. conversion therapy. I don't want conversion therapy, but I also feel like in this country we should be allowed to, especially if you're an adult and you're living in the world, if you have hateful things, I don't want you to say them, but I don't also want you to be like jailed for saying them. Well, you know? I, I, I personally couldn't agree more. I think youth is separate. I think we, youth we, is separate we, we as treat, well. We treat... Uh, children as a slightly, at, at times, a different class in mm-hmm. the eyes of the law, and that is just, I think, under these circumstances. But with that said, we live in a in a country of laws, mm-hmm. and I think one of the most fundamental rights that you have is freedom of speech, and that could include speech that results in heinous, uh, that has heinous ramifications, but is still permitted. And I'll give a couple of examples. You, the KKK can still have a rally. Uh, you can Thank write God. a book about how to make a pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. A psychic can tell a grieving family with a missing child that their 
their daughter is is in Here, a field or, right. or is somewhere or something, which <clears throat> is obviously not true. Um, you can give a speech about why your children uh, mm-hmm. sh- aren't being vac- vaccinated or why you don't believe in vaccinations. You can be the president of the United States and demean women. There are religious <laughs> exemptions for child abuse and neglect as yeah. well, uh, yeah. primarily for certain handful of sects of Christianity that don't believe in going to doctors, Christian scientists, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of those might be heinous, but I don't I, I think in every instance you can't outlaw the the fundamental speech that goes into the the expression yeah. of, of of the examples I just gave. Uh, oh another one, another one I thought of earlier. you can be a quack, medical practitioner who believes in an alternative medicine that has no basis in reality and you can practice that medicine. Steve Jobs very famously uh, delayed getting a tumor removed from his pancreas for nine months because he pursued, he pursued yeah. alternative medicines. And so I, I think if we're going to tell adults, as heinous as conversion therapy is, if we're mm-hmm. going to tell adults you cannot have these conversations in the privacy of an office or whatever, then I think we have to then there's a lot of different conversations that you can start telling yeah. people you cannot have. And, and I, well, it I think stinks that's because it, it gives it does give validation to the fact that, you know, the, uh, the council speaker, Corey Johnson, who is gay, by the way, yeah. um, said, you know, he called it the rever- having to reverse it painful. Um, but it's it's all because of this lawsuit by the Alliance Defending Freedom, which the Southern Poverty Law uh, Center, of course, calls a hate group. Mm-hmm. Um, and this suit claims that the conver- conversion therapy ban is unconstitutional. And I mean, I think fundamentally, and I, it's one of those things where like you believe in free speech so much that you really get pissed off that you have to like mm-hmm. explain why someone who is doing something so horrible and so atrocious and against everything that you believe in, they have the right to do. It's like, I liken it in some ways to uh, freedom of choice when it comes to abortion. And women have the right, I believe, to have a fair and safe and accessible you know, discussion. discussion and abortion. They right. they have that right because they are a, an adult human being who is seeking a medical procedure. And I don't believe the state should have anything in the way of a woman getting that that procedure or the and, information she needs for or the information procedure. she needs. Right. And I also believe, too, that people have the right to protest it. I don't necessarily believe that that people have the right to set up laws to make it extra difficult for these women to receive medical care. And right. it's the privacy right. thing that really gets in the way. It's sort of like with the bakery in uh, the gay bakery situation. The bakeries that always, right. whereas all like, bakeries. <laughs> it's a public, it's a public no thing. For you. You're a business to the public. This isn't a private business that you're offering counseling services or it's and someone's seeking something from you. Like it's a public thing. So that you should, you have to serve it to everyone. You don't have the right to discriminate if you're, if you're a public necessarily a business. Whereas like with something like this, if you're an adult and you make the decision to get this kind of therapy and you believe in it so much, then you have the right to seek it out, yeah. sure. But but with youth, it is a different situation. And the youth right. the youth argument is a really interesting component to this because in this country, there's always been a long debate about what rights do youth have? What rights do children have? Right. There's the famous Supreme Court case about youth not doing the Pledge of Allegiance and mm-hmm. saying that they have the right, they do have freedom of speech in their schooling, that they don't have to necessarily do the freedom of speech if it's against their religion or whatever. And what rights do children have? And the argument 
goes into areas of uh, gender identity. There are many states that a child has to then get the parents' permission to receive an abortion or mm. to go through a transition process or whatever they're doing. And that, I think, is the really interesting question that this brings up is can can we legislate that children seeking out medical services can that be banned? I think it can be. I think this medical procedure can be banned for children if they don't, if they can't make a decision. Yeah. But I, then I, again, I, I, but sorry, then what again, medical procedure? You mean like transition like, therapy? No, conversion. having conversion therapy. Yeah. But oh, I also okay, think yeah, that right. a woman, sorry. a young woman, 15, 16 years old who finds herself pregnant should be able to access a yeah. fair and safe abortion Without without, without the permission of her parents, and then that kind of goes against me saying right. that yeah. they can't yeah. seek out conversion right. therapy. So it's such an interesting issue. I don't know. Yeah, it's, just, it's just like why you know, at this point, it's like don't you feel like every every couple of months, a new person from conversion therapy is like, yeah, I'm gay now. Yeah, every I, couple of months. I think that goes who, without saying. Of course, I, it's yeah, horrible. I think it's wrong. It's a foregone conclusion it that it's dumb, and I think that's. It's incumbent upon our society, and I think we've done this pretty successfully to establish that it doesn't work. It's dumb, but and we also allow people. So. Again, we allow people to pursue whatever quackery they want right. in yeah. the privacy of their lives and waste their money however they wish. And I think, despite overwhelming evidence, some people might still do it as adults, and that to me is unfortunate. But I think, sadly, has to be permitted. I don't, think, also... doctor, I don't think Dr. Phil should practice, but <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> does not even joking. Alana, thanks so much for being here. My pleasure. Thanks it's for a, having me, I, you guys. So we've been trying to make it work forever. Abby was on the show mm-hmm. and we're so glad that you're here. I know I haven't been in LA in a while. Um She hates it. Well, I don't <laughs> hate it. I think it's really pleasant. I think I fear it for reasons that Why fear. That I think it scares me to like um it scares me in ways where I'm like do would I want to be this competitive in the industry such that I would live here sure. and give it my mm, all like yeah. this? Whereas New York, I'm like, I kind of care. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I kind of You're care. able to be right. detached in a way. Yeah, yeah, and like it's and not fully accountable for my like whatever goals and competitive spirit. I also feel like when you're in New York, you feel like you're, this is so cliche, but you feel like you're kind of a part of New York. But when right. you come to LA, you're like, well, I guess I'm an entertainer now. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I guess I'm officially doing this. And yeah. That's like why you in stay New in New York. You feel it's... like whole, whole. Yeah. She, I, I mean, not to speak for you, but you don't like the homogenous nature it, of the industry here. Yeah. I love the diversity of the mm-hmm. population in New York is so exciting to me, but also I'm married. My mm-hmm. partner is starting a business in New York. My yeah. parents are there. I guess they would just follow me to be with us if yes, you're out here. How do you feel right about here. that, Elliot? <laughs> <laughs> my mom, mom already asked once. She was like, where would we go if we came there? Oh, I'm like, God. what What do you mean oh, if you came my here? My parents did the same thing. My parents, they are actively wanting to get out of Missouri, and they're like, wow. well, we don't know where to go, what to do, or anything. I'm like, go to Ventura. It's like our hometown, <laughs> but like not... <laughs> Well, I'm personally like, I'm like Buster Bluth when he's like, mom's cool, right? I'm like, mom and dad are cool, right? It's like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, what? But I'm like, I just like love hanging with them. So, well, they are cool. They are. I I do think they're they're genuinely cool. They're a fucking delight. So I'm like, I would have them. But they're not my parents. So obviously I can be detached. uh, Parents. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, I'm like a little too attached, but I would totally have them (laughs) move out here and it's like super chill. It it doesn't. At first we were like, live your life. And now I'm like, it makes sense. Who has who knows what to fucking do with themselves? Like, yeah. you just want to be together. How much time do you spend with your parents? 
too much time. On a weekly basis? <laughs> no, on a bi-weekly basis. Like every two to three weeks I see them. However, oh, that's for how long? Yeah, that's however, crazy. that's great though. When I was in New York and I didn't see them after two for two weeks, mom would be like, we haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, I saw you two weeks ago and I talked to you pretty regularly. Yeah. <laughs> and also it was more like regulated. Like I could be like, go see UC Elliott. I can't make it today. Yeah. And then they'll see mm-hmm. me. And yeah. now it's like just me, which is now, different. Do you feel a responsibility with like Elliot being out here and obviously not being able to come home sure. as 100%. often as possible? Do you feel more of like a yeah. like you have to see them more often? Yeah, and I have like a, a nature of like taking care of people to mm. a point that's like not even reflective of reality, not yeah. healthy. But I do feel like I have a pretty solid, healthy view of it right now where it's like every two to three weeks. Also because my partner David is like, yeah, they're not sleeping over. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, uh, come yeah. on, and that hey. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, right now, yeah. No, you they know. are cool. They're oh, cool. They're yeah. the best. Yeah. I love hanging with Your them. Your dad. Let's be honest. He's easy on the oh, eyes. He's go. a stud and a half. Larry's <laughs> easy on a stud and a half. I love it. I love it. Talk it all up about <laughs> he my really dad. He really is. If you need insurance it. help questions, go to him. He is amazing. Yeah. I, but one, he's so one time for my birthday. This was years ago. There's always been a joke. Oh, I know where this is going. I find. I love it. I find. Uh, their dad, a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. But one time for my birthday, you wrote on my wall, Happy birthday, Brent. You can fuck my dad now. <laughs> I did? Oh, my no, God. Alana did. Oh, of course. Wow. <laughs> I love myself. I met your parents at a show once, and I, you guys had talked him up quite a bit. Sure. And your mother talked to me as if like I was like also a Jew at sure. that time, yeah. but I wasn't sure. a Jew. Yeah. And it was sure. so comforting. Believe yeah, me, they love it. Yeah. They love the conversion. We have a real... Um, Inclusive spirit. Yeah, I mean, I would also, I would say like they're, they're, they are cool because they are exhausted saying no, they they are. They're like really fun to hang out with because they're, they're they're so, they're so open-minded. I appreciate it so much. They're Mm -hmm. like, they know that younger people are the ones who are like, you know, like baby boomers are like, I'll tell you what it is. And it's like, yeah. you didn't know what it was back then. You missed yeah. the fucking point with your like plastic and homophobia. You missed it the first time. <laughs> now, listen to us now. And my yeah. parents actually do. Yeah. I remember like explaining the word woke to them yeah. and like hysterical, adorable, but also like they want to be woke. They want to yeah. be like, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to do as I get older is be like, you tell me, I don't fucking know. I don't have all the answers. I have the yeah. answers of what it means to be old. I have the answers of what it means to be born as I get older. I have the answers to know what it means to be born in 1987, mm-hmm. but I don't know no, what it's like well. to be yeah. a... <laughs> The kind of thing that blew, that blew my mind is when they were here visiting and I did a little like night so all of my friends could see them because everybody Aww. loves them. I was gone. You were gone Aww. and they missed you. Um, I think, Brent, you were the one who, I think it was you, who said, like, after the fact, something about my dad, like, being funny he's and doing ham. bits. And I, and I'd yeah, never, he's he gotten hammy. But I'd never yeah. stopped to think about it that way. Yeah. Never yeah, stopped you, to think they've that They've both gotten hammier. That way, yeah. my, my, mom, my mom, like, dude, she was, like, got the name of someone at a theater on Long Island for me to do stand-up, and then, like, I don't have to pay my agents 10%. <laughs> oh. And my dad's been like pitching bits. I'm like, oh God, this is too no, enmeshed. But What, is what so fascinates funny. me about, I mean, what I've kind of always thought about parents, like with my parents, for example, everything I've ever done has basically embarrassed my family in some capacity. Sure. And, and like, me for that matter. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and like what, because of the internet, because of social media, but also what we do for a living, like our parents know us a lot more intimately than a lot of other parents generations have, you know, especially because of the internet. And like, how did, 
how did your parents, because your parents were incorporated in some capacity into Broad City even. Right. Like, how did they adjust to the the sort of spotlight on the family? It's such a true point about, like, especially stand-up. You're like, here's the vulnerable nugget that I'll give to strangers. And then you give it to your parents and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so... It does. It's it's a nice opportunity to accelerate your intimacy with your parents, but it's yeah. also scary, and I bet accelerates people not being in touch with their parents. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think, like, my mom thinks that, like, Susie Essman is playing her. Mm. There's, like, confusion there. Yeah. Um, and same with Abby, even though her mother, played by Perry Gilpin, was, like, and her dad, played by Tony Danza, were, like, less like her parents it's confusing for them because Mm -hmm. like we speaking of like our unique job Mm -hmm. you know we are um we're all like in touch with my identity splinters the moment i step on stage and it's like they didn't ask for that so it's confusing for them and i understand the lag time of why it's like hard to understand and why they're like we're kind of comedians huh yeah. And it's like, yeah. kind of, but also not, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's like, but we did, we do credit them all the fucking time and they are really funny, mm-hmm. but, um, were you ever like sort of, uh, even though the stories didn't necessarily come from your family history, like embarrassed in some capacity, like do, were you worried about how they would take something or, cause I know with my mom, like my mom's seen me like on camera, take a picture of my butthole right. and like, yeah. that's not necessarily yes. something that I ever wanted my mother to see, yeah. but she also likes to support me. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, more stand up. I'm I'm more s- nervous about than mm. like I'm I'm noticing now that I'm really like pursuing stand up and I um just today finished uh editing my special. Ooh. Um it's like this a different context and it feels so much more more vulnerable than Broad City. Even though Broad City was like way more vulnerable than Whatever scrubs. Let go. Let go. (laughs) Don't that in. Remember that song? We made fun of Garden State so much on Broad City, and um, Zach Braff like liked that and wanted to direct it. Oh really? That's not surprising. We were like, this is surprising because we've ragged on it so much. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, that's like well, he probably hadn't seen any of the. Literally, he probably saw one mention and was (laughs) like, oh, I should be involved, not knowing the history. (laughs) Right, and also, yeah, yeah, that's right. And also, like negging culture makes me think if he did see it, he's like feels negged and is like, I'll I'll come back at you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you ever neg guys? um, Do you believe in it? I. I will. I wouldn't neg a guy to fuck him. Sure. I'll neg him oh. to gain power in but other ways. Explain negging because I feel like a lot of people don't. Negging is, is like when you put someone down in order to gain control over them, in order to fuck them, mm. which is like oh. fucking gross. Yeah. What's yeah. Brent's? Fa- but it's I also love like that Brent. BDSM you said on this podcast once your favorite way to neg somebody is to say. That guy's really handsome. Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Someone else? Let him explain. It makes I, me laugh I, so hard. I, 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 Whenever I feel, I don't know, whenever I have sort of a strange dynamic, it has to specifically be a straight guy, I will go out of my way to tell someone who knows this person that he's really good looking even if he's not because I find that kind of condescending. Because like, especially within like the, the stand-up you context. You tell someone who knows the straight guy, that guy's really handsome and they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, and, 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 and then the guy is like, maybe I would let 
Brent suck my dick? Is that the... <laughs> no, for me, it's like, because I think in this stand-up context, everyone always wants to be, you know, you never want to be the good-looking guy. You want to be funny. You want to have you yeah. want to have had a great set or whatever. So when I have, whenever in my head, I mean, this is all a ridiculous fantasy of like it's a Brent game logic. of telephone. Yeah. Brent, Brent logic. logic. But in my head, I'm like, oh, it'll get back to him and then he'll be insulted that I didn't like him. <laughs> Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. That guy's really handsome. And it's also, you know, it's or like someone kind of does a, weird a set and they set off stage and like you looked really good. Exactly. <laughs> gotcha, exactly. Gotcha. That's kind of like that's like the best case scenario. Yeah, I don't very like very passive aggressive. I don't like nagging. It reminds passive me. Aggressive. It reminds me of the pickup artist. I'd rather yeah. be yeah. like, I think you're really hot. I'd love to hook up with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's like didn't to he, me the didn't vibe. Didn't he create neg- negging? Wasn't that his like? Didn't he like brand the Who? term no, of artist? Um, makeup artist? No, the the game. The book, the, oh, game. the game. Wasn't that his game? Mystery. Yeah. I missed this whole nagging conversation Ew, the that game happened is once so on disgusting. Bustle. Some yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this disgusting author. Yeah, he who, would wear like a Jamiroquai he's an hat everywhere. Well, that's lunatic. the that's the, I don't know that he wrote the um, <laughs> unhinged lunatic <laughs> with a Jamiroquai hat, who's wow. honestly like a professional date rapist. Yeah, basically, I'm like, much. good yeah. job. Um, I don't know that he wrote this book. Do what you love. Oh, I think he, he wheels something, but I love that none of us know that the game, the book, the <laughs> I know, author's nope. name. I know the one thing. He would say, wear something crazy around your neck like right. a stethoscope. <laughs> right, right. At like, so, party? Uh, at like a club, and it's so crazy that it will gut, get people's attention. This is also aggressively <laughs> straight. <laughs> aggressively, aggressively straight. Aggressively straight, right. 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 Wow. It was at the height of, it was sort of, I think, like a VH1 show. Right. Like what year? I think like the late twenty twenty, the two, late two thousand. I, oh. I do have a fun nagging. I was story. busy then. <laughs> I remember one time I was flirting. This was back in like New York days. I was like 24, 25. and I remember there was this one guy who, uh, at the at the club who I thought was really hot, and we were kind of flirting, but he kept like ignoring me. And I was, <laughs> I got, I got really drunk, and I, I feel like, all right. Uh, and anyway, so we were kind of flirting, and then he would like run off, and then I would like try to engage again, and he'd be like, now nah, or something. And as I was about to leave, I gave him the finger. <laughs> I literally flicked him off, and he came up to me, and we started making out. Oh, wow. and then he came back to my place. Yeah, that's, I swear to God. when you get ang- something like of a playground. I had, I had a guy once years ago <laughs> who I met at some party. Where I had a great photo taken of me, I remember, and uh, I met him there, and he was so aggressively like ignoring me, even though he was also <laughs> flirting with me, and I got angry at yeah, him. And yeah. then when I left, I got like all works. these messages on Facebook because I guess Instagram wasn't around then or sure. something. I got all these messages on Facebook from him being wanting to like, and we were hooking up forever. But then I stopped hooking up with him uh-huh. because he would always make me buy like all kinds of chicken tenders from House of Pies, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> And, and like they're expensive there because the they're really good. Well, yeah. like yeah, he would come yeah. over to my place because I was and the one that like, was like sure stable. You have tenders. Yeah, he was like, oh, we really? should get the fries and chicken tenders from House of Pies, which are Ugh. delicious. If you're in Los Angeles, sure. you should get them. But they're also like on the expensive side because they're very fresh. And you always and paid. I always paid because I was stable, and he was like. He was very Younger. young. He right. was like 20. And right. I was, you know, had more money. And right. so I bought. Yeah, it had to end. This guy's got chicken tender money. I yeah. do. Got I that fresh chicken tender money. I think like negging is scary. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's just like you give the guy the finger, like, game. what was that sex like? And I guess it's like fun when shit is like sick a little bit, <clears> twisted. <throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also like it's hard enough to. Well, it feels like only up. until recently it was like permissible for. The language to be like 
Here's how you land a chick. Mm-hmm. How yeah. do you land a chick? How do you reel them in? Yeah, honestly, it's like tra- yeah. entrapment. Because it's our, fishing. I think that's it's really fishing. Old. Because our president is such so. a is a proud sexual predator. Yeah. Everyone like that's why Me Too happened. You know, yeah. it's like no more. If that guy's gonna be sexually violent verbally, mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna accept that. Like in my real well, life. Well, and if you think about it, like land we have chick. what twenty, almost thirty years of presidents with who had either very shady sexual pasts Mm -hmm. or with the exception of Obama or president who had a very shaky alcohol and drug use past who Who's that? went Bush George Bush George W. Bush And also Bush. Jimmy Carter didn't have a shitty, oh, shady yeah, past. Oh no, yeah, he right? was okay. He's so cute. He was okay. <laughs> Except he did give that one interview in Playboy where he had lust in his heart for someone else but he never acted on it. <laughs> <laughs> never acted on it. Oh my god. Um, that's a, it was a famous thing. Uh, it's also a Golden adorable. Girls joke too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is a Golden Girls joke. And Reagan had a shady past too. But like so we have this culture this past 30 years of you know, of course sexual Predators essentially being allowed to succeed in society, and then that language, that that sort of fishing language about catching women, like becomes the standard. It's but the they standard. might not be. They might not be predators. They might be the forefathers of the open relationship movement. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't yeah, know but about I think that. like open relationship, the the ideal version of it has respect in it, and I feel yeah. like these predators wanted to own women. Yeah. Yeah, or like at least even, have a conquest in some capacity. They wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to get the get. Yeah, I'm like I, I recently where I'm at right now. I wonder where you guys are at on like Bill and Hillary. Hillary, I'm like still I'm still like you did a good job, girl. Yeah, you did a good same, damn job. Same. Your husband is a white male predator, mm. and he can leave. He can go away <laughs> yeah. just forever and it, go it, away. It, it is. It is a. I it do think he held time. her back. He, I think I, I don't I don't necessarily consider Clinton a predator necessarily. Bill, Bill in in the capacity of like the Weinstein's, the Trumps even. But he, um, was, he was on the Jeffrey Epstein. So this is my thing. Right? That's what about? that's what yeah. tipped me over that mural. I was out. like, I'm out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is creepy. It is creepy. And yeah, I, I think he held her back. I think he he ruined her life in a ruined lot of ways. Ruined her life. But yet also well, like, you know, she'll go down in history as as a as a Susan B. Anthony, as a mm-hmm. sort of a very historic hugely historical female figure in history. I do think I guess the one thing I'll say is that uh, I think it's fair for liberals to be consistent, as always. I'm always preaching mm-hmm. consistency. So if one is to reasonably tout believe women, always believe women, then I, I think it makes sense that you have to believe women when they're accusing your Democratic president. Yeah. Yes. Democratic yeah. President. And I'm just like, Monica Lewinsky, like, what the fuck was that? She was 24. Yeah. You know, like a 24-year-old. I don't think I could fuck a 24-year-old. But we don't have, like, the, the, the level of power that Clinton did when fucking a 24-year-old. Totally. And that's a vastly different scenario. That's why it's creepier to me. But that said, I will— so there, Monica Lewinsky also has said that— It was consensual. It was consensual. Sure. And yeah. that I think it's—I think it is also—if you're going to listen to women, it is fair to take Absolutely. her. And also the other women that, are, that have previously accused Bill Clinton have used their accusations for political gain for other parties, most famously gotcha. with Trump. So it's like there is a level of what not so much what to believe, but to know that everybody in the day of the Internet, the age of the Internet, Mm -hmm. everybody wants attention. Everybody mm. wants to be famous in some capacity. And I think you should believe women always, always, always. And I think a lot of Clinton's accusers have very valid, valid accusations that they've made. But I also think like if you're accusing Bill Clinton of sexual assault and then 
going and supporting Trump and showing up at a debate just to like taunt it's weird your accuser's optics. wife. It's a weird optic. It's right. like it makes your accusation a little less credible. Sure. You're right about Clinton that it's like my thing is like, why are you on the jet? Yes, why are exactly. you on the jet? Yeah, why are you and on I'm Epstein's like, I know, jet? I know why. What is, is the going problem? On? Yeah, yeah, we know. And why. the other thing is like, no matter what, like cool parties they had that <laughs> yeah. landed him on that wall. Oof. I'm like, no matter what it was, it's like he that's who Epstein decided to put on his wall as yeah. inspiration. And no matter what the reality that is, I'm like, symbolically, that's what he symbolizes in the patriarchy. Yeah. Ugh. And also and, in retrospect, it is, I mean, even, even if she was, it was consensual, obviously, you know. It was an abuse of power. Exactly. It's Completely an abuse, abuse of power. Of power. And, but I think, like, sometimes I'll go back and look at all SNL sketches mm. from then just to watch. Oh, my God. Phil Hartman and, playing him. I mean, yeah. Oh, sure. But they are. Uh, John Goodman playing Linda Tripp. That was the best. Yes. That was the best. So misogynist, but, they are but so, so funny. So funny. But they are, you. They are so. Linda Tripp deserved it. Let's be real. Oh, my God. Sure. But they are so. Um, they just skewer Monica skewer. in a way that I, I was reading this book called 90s Pitch about how yeah. like the 90s were supposed to be like the like the heralding of feminism. Like oh, very yeah. Elliot book to read, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And how, in it's fact, it was, the wor- it was the worst time of feminism for yeah. women. That's right. yeah. um, anyway, it was just like it, they, the way they just drag Monica through the mud and the only thing that could finally sort of get her out of that narrative was a TED Talk. Yeah. And that TED Talk was so powerful. LOL, it's like a man's name. They're like, well, yeah. Ted Ted said Monica can talk. So. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it's just wild. It's people were, it was, everyone was terrible to her. You and know? Yes. you know what is another one that's like recent history that it's like, fuck, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. They were just like, buy mm-hmm. a dumb crazy slut. Yeah. Same with Monica Lewinsky. I buy a drugs. dumb slut. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give another example yeah. uh, that I thought was really weird at the time. I thought. The way everyone shit on Rebecca Black from the from the Friday song, Friday, I I mean, fourteen year old. This is a controversy. I mean, look, look, the the video is ridiculous. You're listening to that song on a loop on your iPod that you still have. Of course, it's it's fun to make fun of, (laughs) but there was something very strange about reading blogs, yeah, and trashing a child, trashing a child. Sure. Can I tell you guys like a little? theory of mine yeah so listen i want warren to be my president she is my president in my heart same 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 but <laughs> i feel that brent's not gonna like this <laughs> you <laughs> like mike pence me too <laughs> do you hate bernie uh oh do you like bernie um I, listen i, 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 I warren is the president in my heart sure. i want to i want to fight for her mm-hmm. regarding TV ratings and boxing <laughs> shows, whatever the fuck you call boxing fights, yeah. boxing matches. I feel that Bernie is the person who's like, you're wrong. Gonna knock him out. Gonna yeah. knock him out. He gonna yeah. kn- Who gonna knock you out? Fucking Bernie gonna knock him out. And this is something I can only say here. Well, there's people listening, but yeah. yeah I know, I know. But this is, this is the only context within which yeah. this could be recorded. Yeah. Trump's masculinity is oh god if you have to delete this tell me and, and like may, it, this might not be appropriate you know what i mean it's fine but you know the yiddish word fegala uh-huh trump's masculinity is so fegala yeah yeah, yeah. he's a little bitch from queens who's never lifted a hand yeah he he please bring me this bring me that he hasn't worked on stuff he doesn't like her ew you get the sense like that he's like like a, a pussy. Ew. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do all that work. Yeah. You know, he's got this, like, 
He thinks he's a people think he's a man's man. But anybody so, from so New bizarre. York yeah. specifically he's is such like, a little, he's not a man's men man. Men don't have bone spurs. Yeah. He's he's such a little bitch where yeah. he yeah. he <laughs> doesn't, you know, he's just like so fancy yeah. from Queens. Bernie's masculinity is the actual masculinity that, uh, like Jewish masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like Bernie's masculinity makes me think of like dad's hairy back yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i'm like he's like a man who's unfiltered no affect yeah. he's such yeah. a man bernie yes jewy as the fucking day sure but he's such a man and it's not that there's nothing feminine about him or whatever i mean he's like so old he's too old for but trump, gender yeah. at trump this point, is closer to woody allen than bernie yes and i feel that that would actually unwind trump's narcissism more effectively than Warren. Warren, yeah. he would just abuse immediately. That's a person that's, to abuse. That's my but, biggest concern with Warren is I just don't. I he just call her Pocahontas and it's over. Fundamentally, and, and it's it's and you you go nuts and she and she's like, she fucked up on that. So, but she yeah. did apologize. Like I I just don't think reason but is the to thing to fight this guy. Don't don't you think fundamentally? And this is an argument I think is going to be had a lot, especially as the primary goes on. There's a lot of people making that argument that either it be. Sanders or it be Biden, the case for Biden, that, that someone can win. <laughs> that, 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 but you know what I'm saying? That like, Joe, because, three, oh, because three, Biden three, oh. has the poll numbers, because Biden has the poll numbers, because uh, because Sanders has the the sort of masculine balls. fighting, the actual the aggro, testicles, the aggro yeah. personality. He is a man. Doesn't that, isn't that argument then borderline misogynistic? A hundred percent. And also setting women back even further. Because if you make an argument that the female sort of Elizabeth's not aggro enough. Well, no, that's not. Uh, no. Oh, okay. if you if you make. Yes. Well, yes. If you make the argument that because Elizabeth isn't aggro or that because, because she is so woman. because Trump can and has abused women over his period that we need to then somehow right. combat that masculinity with guy. masculinity. Yeah. I mean, and how is that not just like what they've done in boardrooms forever? If Warren gets the fucking. I'm gonna vote for her for the primaries. If she gets the the thing, I'm gonna if she gets the primaries, I'm gonna go so fucking hard for this genius queen. (laughs) She is so she really is the best. She is so stable. She is so smart. She has so much energy. She's a machine. She's a teacher. She's a teacher. Elliot and I have begged her to be on the podcast. Yeah, she's a lawyer. We talked to someone on the campaign. Oh wow, dope. I it would be so dope if she did it. I want her. She is my president in my heart. And Cory Booker would be a dope vice president like I just I mm. I mean I could just like feel that I could see all these everyone you know Kamala's not maybe not my president but I think she could be a great secretary of state I have a whole okay. no a, I want her in the senate I want her in the senate you do I want Kamala cool, Harris cool, in the cool. senate I think it's a really she's just only secretary the, of state because she's so t- like she's so over it she's like on stage yeah. and already over it I'm like Jesus bitch okay like yeah. swing a deal or whatever I have a fantasy football team of from the democratic debates yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> But I just feel like this isn't Trump's not even a president. He's not even a yeah. he's not even a politician. We are in a crisis. Mm-hmm. So while my while I want to want to just like fight push for Elizabeth fire with ice and yeah. w- with water. I want to fight fire with water. Well, I'm just like this is just who I think would actually um, unwind an unstable narcissistic lunatic. lunatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think if I, th- I I hear where you're coming from, Alan, and I think. If we remove toxic masculinity from the discussion, I think it just ends up being do I Trump is such a unique 
person in the way he communicates with people? Yeah. And do I think that Elizabeth Warren is unique in combating that completely aside of gender roles, patriarchy, right. et cetera? And I just I, – I'd support her too. I'm actually thinking about buying a bumper sticker, but I don't know if she's the right person. Yeah. Right now, so that's that's Somebody's, my only. Concern. She's too good, in fact. Somebody said to me, but that, she it is also too good. could ultimately work head on one on one. But uh, and there's thus historical far it hasn't. There's and historical I'm, precedent for someone like her. And they they there's this great New York Magazine article I sent oh, to these guys. So I'll good. text it to you as well. That makes a case for the ebbs and flows of the electorate in history and how sometimes we turn to teachers like mm. a Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. This is a racist example, but like Woodrow Wilson, where we turn the country turns to someone who can explain mm. something in a way that makes sense and makes us feel comfortable. FDR is another great example of that he wasn't a teacher, but he could explain things in a way that we understood. And uh. whereas Trump just screams and we have presidents that do that. Bush was not known for his words. No, he's you know? not eloquent. And, but... and so oh. there's a case to be made insofar as like where the country is going and how the country is feeling in that moment. And if you elect someone to a nomination like Sanders, who is the essentially the opposite in terms of political and how in their political beliefs, but fundamentally in terms of how they act, they're very similar. Well, that's my other thing is that I'm like, when you get the flu, the flu vaccine is a little bit of the flu. Mm-hmm. It's he's. I think he's like the anti-establishment vaccine to blow up this anti-establishment figure. Mm-hmm. Warren's my president in my heart. She is yeah. like so perfect. She's just perfect. Somebody said to me the other day, I forget who, but they were like, "It was me." Uh, you know, if, <laughs> if it was Pete, if Pete, if Mayor Pete happened to power through, right? Mm-hmm. And he's on stage, but right, but it's the, hypothetically, if it's him on stage with Trump. Trump can't call. Trump can call Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas, right? Right. right. But Trump can't call him a faggot. Right. On I don't know if that's true. Well, well he'll, Trump's not going to call him. A he won't fact. call him a faggot, but I think he will. He'll do insinuate every, it, yeah. just he'll like he called Hillary nasty, and, and it'll be okay. It'll be it'll be passed mm. over. It'll be accepted. Because I the thing is, you. Bernie will be like, "You're a lunatic." Yeah. I'm like, he needs to be like, no, I'm not. I do think Pete's humor cuts through Trump pretty well, though. Yeah. It how does. do you guys feel yeah. as white gays? How do you feel about Mayor Pete? Uh, I think he's great. I, like I love his presence on the debate stage. I think he's an important person to be running. I don't think he, as I said before in this podcast, I don't think he has a shot in hell of ever getting the nomination within the next 10 years. Um, I just unfollowed him on Instagram today. Wow. Why? 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 It's, Dramatic. It's I just, but I don't see him as top tier anymore. He's a WeHo gay. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we edited that out. We never we never had that segment. What? That, that ridiculous article oh, yeah. calling him Mary Pete. Oh yeah, we Ew. did. Yeah, yeah there was some an article. Gay writer. Yeah, but I mean, just like Mary sexism P, is passable, fucking idiot. There are certain things. I think the one thing that isn't passable in electoral politics right now, also on entertainment shows like Saturday Night Live, is racism. I think that is the one thing that you can't necessarily be overtly racist mm-hmm. and get elected to office. But can you be sexist? Yes. Can you be homophobic? Yes. Can you know. be? I don't know. Can if you be ageist? Yes. Can you be? You know. Against immigrants, yes. But I feel like homophobia is so touchy that it's almost we next. aren't enough big enough voting block. I don't know. I don't know for yet. Anyone, I mean, I don't know. But if, if 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 he was, you know, if Trump was on stage with Mayor Pete and was like, you know, something about him, like you know, being light in the loafers or whatever, whatever version of that he would say, I feel like he would. 
get away I with feel, it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if oh, he would get away with it. I wish I that's know. true, but I think he would get away with well, it. But get away with it with whom? Right. Yeah. The media or with his voters? Right. Well, <laughs> but let's 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 chat a little bit without politics for a little while, right? Sure. Sure. Is that fine? Yeah. yeah. Um, you can cut that whole segment if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it'd be kind of fun to just shoot the shit. Uh, I was rem- I was reminiscing. I said this to you earlier. Oh my god! I was reminiscing uh, when Alana showed up. She's like, "I want. I just need." She's like, "I need chips. I don't want sun chips, but I need <laughs> you potato love chips. chips. And I, I needed some salt." When in New York, uh, I would see you, and you would have oh. <laughs> yeah. like a bag of the nuts. paleo era. You were doing paleo. Oh, I remember. It was like the literally like a bag of nuts of nuts for the whole day, and you're like, you know what? You know what, Brent? It cost me a dollar and fifty cents <laughs> to eat all day. Uh, yeah, and, then, and I just remember yeah. I love sack that. of nuts and a clementine, baby. <laughs> yeah. I love that phase because I, I actually still think about it from time to time that I'm like, man, that's really efficient. No, we I did had, that too. We had and then coffee. Even, even for the first season of, of Broad City, the first couple seasons, even though there was like, you know, catering right. and, and stuff like that, it was like Alana had a sack full of like nuts and grains at the ready. Even no grains? The, oh yeah, <laughs> no, no grains. grains. But like, you, you know, loved home. paleo. I remember you talking about how like awesome your poops were. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Building bricks. Oh, yeah. that's fucking great. I mean, firm, stable, solid, smart. Well, that's why they call a, 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 a what's it called? A pop, what a, po- a potty, the, fu- the, the <laughs> toilet? The, toilet. No, the blank. Squatty potty. Squatty potty. Uh, squatty potty is like a caveman's yeah. paleo style mm. Yeah, that's, I got product. my squatty potty after talking to you. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. That was an honor. Yeah, because we had coffee. I remember I came back to New York, Grumpy. like right after like chemo. Those. And we had had coffee, and then I came back to L.A. and bought a squatty <laughs> potty. Yeah. Wow. Ordered it on Amazon.com. It's still funny when you go into somebody's bathroom and you see a squatty potty and you're like, got it. Maddie and Ned have really good well, ones poops. where it's like uh, these like foldable little footstools so you mm. can fold them up and put them away and Cute. it doesn't wrap around. That's what they yeah, use for little kids see. to pee. Yeah, but I don't, need to, mm. I don't <laughs> necessarily need to know that you like... Spread. <laughs> Didn't you say Howard likes a squatty Howard potty? Howard Stern talks about his squatty potty How constantly. Do you not, I mean, you would like a squatty potty. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying I don't need to know when I walk into somebody's bathroom that it's like it's they a, spread. The toilet like, isn't the clue. Hide, do you hide your wet wipes? Of course. Why? People well, like like to use them. People like to use wet wipes. Let people use them, Elliot. You know no, what I, I get it. Know. I get it. And I, I've been very open on this podcast about my diarrhea issues. I still hide Aww. my wet wipes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, would you, you would, but what but you, versus sanitary. like leaving them out? Yeah. Leaving them out. Yeah. And then it's just like, I prefer to like really clean my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, know what I mean? I think it's like, cool. I don't want all that business going on. Or you're just a like gay man who likes my... to be ready. I mean, yeah. like, it doesn't, it's not but ready. It's like, it takes a lot more than a fucking wet wipe. Well, to it get does. Ready. But at the same time, it's like, it's very handy. And there's nothing shameful about having a wet wipe. Brent, no. do you know about psyllium husks? Uh-oh. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's something you can buy at like Whole Foods or on Amazon.com, yeah. a yeah. popular website we uh, happen to use, the four of us. And um, it may help you with your diarrhea, you poor thing. Interesting. Been dare. You know what I mean? I've gotten gut tests and I've been told it came back Ashkenazi Jew. Your <laughs> diarrhea will never go away, honestly. And, but you, wait, you use it and it works. Yeah. Didn't it, we figure out something for your diarrhea and it worked for a I while? I had. What works? Aww. I had. 18 months yeah. oh, of baby. bliss where I oh. was, I I just turned a corner where I, I've long believed 
my diarrhea is I, I think I have mild IBS and it's exacerbated by generalized anxiety. You're gonna get so many messages for talks right now. Who are you talking still. to? <laughs> die die right, all right. day. And I just turned a corner with it January of twenty eighteen and yes. I was like I was like, Nope, no more. And I'm normally not into this kind of bullshit, but I was like, you know what, Brent? No more diarrhea. Yeah. I believe it. And I started I believe you. I started having it barely once a week. I was very excited oh, wow. about this. And then like three, four months ago, it just like. But Damn. didn't you do something? Didn't totally you change something that receded. fixed it? Uh, Dietary or no. medicinally? Brent, I think you just need to like talk to yourself again in yeah. that way. I, I, I think you're right. I went to like a sort of like alternative body healer recently. Mm-hmm. And I was she was like, what are like your issues? And I was like, I have. I've had diarrhea for like five years. She oh. was like, hmm, okay. And um, I'm writing it down. Psyllium husks. Psyllium husks. Yeah. P S Y L L I U M. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's science, babe. Um, and this, this woman, like, sort of like, whatever, did some body work, and I didn't mm-hmm. have diarrhea for like two weeks. Hmm. Oh. There's then, someone oh. here who, who are, are, all of our friends go to this woman who does the same kind of thing. Who? And this woman that Brooke. Van Poppelen has seen oh. Jocelyn, Julia. Like, you wow. could, you could. Um, I just think that you're right. If you were able to like talk yourself out of your die die, you should yeah. do it again because yeah. it hurts. It burns it, and it hurts. It burns and it's and, and it's, it's also like it's urgent. Very dehydrating. It's, so annoying. it's dehydrating. It's very dehydrating. It's dehy- but it's quick. It's efficient with time. And it, let's play devil's advocate here. No, it's efficient with time. It's not healthy. I don't spend as much, no, it's really quick. You don't spend as much time on the toilet. I saw a video of a guy getting arrested, and he had explosive diarrhea while he was being arrested. Oh, that's and so sad. He had like a towel around him, and then just shot out <gasps> oh, on the video. No. Yeah. Oh. It was a weird video. Yeah. Well, Facebook. That's thanks. an intense one. Alana, thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? On that, on that note. <laughs> um, where should, people should follow Generator, probably. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Generator Collective. Um at Generator Collective. And I will say before we go, I have to commend you. Like, you over the course of Broad City, because, I mean, we've talked a lot about politics over the years, but you really embraced the call to action, to help, doing your part, especially with the platform that you have, to get young people and just people in general involved in the political process with issues and everything. And it's really amazing. So thank more so people much. should get involved. Thank you so much, Alan. Yeah. And thank you, three boys, three men, for... um. <laughs> Showing me, like, you're just talking about politics. I'm like, uh, you've taught me so much about politics. You, Brent, have taught me so much about politics. I and Ellie, me you've more taught than me Alan, yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Elliot, you've taught me so much about culture and how it is. I mean, he just sent me this, like, article recently about um, the misogyny of emo culture. Mm. Emo culture and it, like, yeah. triggered yeah. so much inside of me. Yeah, and, mind like, blowing. You're, like, left from the left into. It's like mm-hmm. politics, but from a cultural perspective, you guys have all. Well, I was just reading. Me so I'll just add. I was reading one last night about. I'm sorry to go back to Trump, but it was one about Trump failing to get into Hollywood for a really long time. Oh, I read about that. It was yeah, great. and his and obsession the, with Elton John. <laughs> no, it wasn't <gasps> yeah. about that. He's obsessed but, with Elton what? John. But He's obsessed. To, but to speak to the Fagula element and the idea of like him being soft, they talked about how. When they came to shoot The Apprentice in L.A. for one one <laughs> summer or something, because mm-hmm. the show was tanking, I read this. He went to the. They shot him at the beach, <gasps> and they said he wore disgusting. He wore like a shirt and like like beach pants, and, <gasps> and was so uncomfortable. 
he had like like his he had like scabs on his feet and was like they said he didn't know how to walk on the sand (laughs) and it was the most chilling image because i mean that's how i would be but yes but it's chilling because it's like he really is inhuman. Inhuman. He's subhuman. He doesn't exist in the world. Yeah, he's obsessed with filling in New Hampshire so or something. Creepy. He like filled a, more people at a stadium than Elton John concert. And now, because Elton John denied his request to play at his inauguration, however, Elton John <gasps> did play at his wedding because they had been friends previously. <gasps> but John said no, he wouldn't play at the inauguration because he didn't think it would be a foreign performer playing at an American president's inauguration. And now yeah, he's obsessed right. with getting better numbers than Elton John at his rallies. Oh and he goes around talking. It was a New York Bizarre. Times article. Bizarre. Yes. Yeah. Can I say two things really quick because I can't end it with you guys. One thing is um, uh, oh yeah. Just like soft isn't bad. I love a soft individual. Sure. I'm, I love, I'm pretty soft. I, I love it. Soft. Like physically soft? Like squishy? Anything. I'm like oh. this like the, and yes physically. I'm a body pillow. I I am physically soft. I like I like a soft, you know, I love a, like an old gay Jewish man married to a woman even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever. It's just like when then you're pretending to be some masculine sure. man and her, mm-hmm. and literally killing children at the border over it. Fuck you. Yeah. Also something I wanted to say speaking of Elton John. Y'all see Rocket Man? No, I didn't. I enjoyed no the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, wow. I highly recommend it. it Which was is so a, funny because you don't consume culture. Never. Con- I, I rarely <laughs> consume. don't consume culture. She does. So, it's such a read. It's so hard. It's true. It's so, it's so hard. I'm like, These I. Music biopics. I don't I'm care. like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Free and Mercury. Alana's. Even though with with DVR with Apple TV, she just DVR. likes DVR. Right, she doesn't use DVR. <laughs> I have DVR, and she and she watches. I still pay like, for TV. QVC live. I mean, I, I yeah. I'm changing, and I'm now you're watching Euphoria, which is good. Yeah, um, I'm changing, and I'm. Do you watch trying. true crime at all? No, 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 not your thing. By um, the way, I love watching a, like HSN will have like knives uh, every once in a while. Yeah. They have like a knife because oh, you like brother. manly stuff. I, this is scary. <laughs> sometimes now. it's just fun to because you know the way they're, they're set up. They sell hundreds of knives. Oh my and god! And then by stop. the by the end of the episode, they'll they'll start off with like one knife for thirty bucks. They'll have like a deal that's like. 80 <laughs> knives Who needs it? for $10 and one of them is a sword. I have yeah. to say, Brent, like knowing our mutual love for true crime, you obsessing on QVC over knives <laughs> is a little disturbing. <laughs> I, I, um, I think that like HSN and QVC is like a very dark mental health study. Mm. And it's definitely a study yeah. on addiction. I'm dying to be on one. Addiction to pills. So all I know is the in. videos of yeah. Liza Minnelli on QVC falling yes. backwards and... Sh- Draping herself in extra shawls, the best. and she just keeps I going backwards. I love Lisa Rinna on it. I, Ooh, I, I would, I would be on QVC on in a second. Mariah Carey too. Yeah, selling course on QVC. I hope the book yeah. was listening. Thank you, Alana, <laughs> Alana, so much. Thank for you guys for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Alana. Thank you. Love you. And another thing. So, gay cartoons. Ooh, <laughs> this is Alan's idea. I think very astute. Oh, thank you. The idea of very intelligent questioning whether there were cartoons from our respective childhoods that were extra gay to you that mm. came off this that sort way. of yeah that, that kind of screamed yeah or even just turn you on yeah well, you... well I'll, I'll tell you the first one um, He Man mm. He Man yeah that's dead on He Man was like just so ripped. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he's a Nordic. A Nordic. Oh, he's a good guy. Yep. He's always saving people. Yeah. He's got that Even weird Skeletor was ripped too, though. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. They're Skeletor all, was they're ripped. I guess you all could say. Muscular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most almost all cartoons are like. I mean, unless it's meant to yeah. be fat, like Fat Albert. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. They're all pretty. Yeah, I was thinking like most cartoons, except for yeah, the comedy like, like the, the Simpsons. Yeah. Well, in like the, in the era of feature that's, muscular that's men. style of yeah. that G, the GI Joes. Sure. Were certainly. I mean, I think anybody could make that comparison between G.I. Joe and, like, mm-hmm. the Tom of Finland oh. style of, of heat, you know, muscular, yeah, that masculine. Sort of, that was a I dark mean, cartoon. Yeah. People died in that yeah. cartoon. I remember as a kid, my father was obsessed with the A-Team, you know, with um, mm-hmm. yeah. Mr. Mr. T. And uh, there was a cartoon to a team or mm. something, I don't know. And I remember seeing the cartoon version of Mr. T, and I was just like, "Ooh, <laughs> I pity the fool." <laughs> I was just so like turned on, but he wasn't necessarily uh, gay. But it did. It did. Were you attracted to Mr. T himself? No, just the cartoon. Just the cartoon. Um, and then I agree. I understand that because I had the same thing with wrestlers. Oh, yeah. I was too afraid like to watch WWF wrestlers. Yeah, I was yeah. too afraid to wait, watch. Wait, the wrestling, wrestling you did in first grade? Or no, no, no. Like real, like with your female wrestling. classmates, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was very into the cartoon versions of. Remember those pillows that were like bodies? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. I had one. Yeah. Those body-sized uh, pillows of Hulk Hogan or oh, I think I had Randy, Randy, Randy Savage. Randy Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, had one. I, had, um, I had a Randy Savage one. I don't think it was The Undertaker. It was The Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate I also had Warrior. a New Kids on the Block one. Oh yeah, they made body oh, ones of wow. new kids on the block, and I had that. Jesus. I wasn't into. I really. Wasn't I slept in... on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't into cartoons. Yeah, really. But, yeah, but for me, there was a very deeply and creepy queer element to, <laughs> and just hypersexual element to Zubilee. Zubilee Zoo. Zoo. I oh. knew you were gonna say that because yeah. I. <laughs> the most disgusting. I, re- thing. I remember telling Elliot once that my mom wouldn't let me watch Zubilee Zoo because yeah. it was a little too weird. It was. And Elliot was like, "Good for her. Good for her." You called him creepy pansexual yes. Ben Vereen. They were all <laughs> Ben Vereen with, with a fucking cheetah tail. They're all wearing. They all were like. They the all parrot. There was. Like they were the, always like motioning you to like come into the screen. It's it like, what is happening? Chills <laughs> down my spine. Even I know. The, and when the the theme music would come on as a kid like after Sesame Street yeah. and I would literally have a like panic I would panic <laughs> because the 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 lion the creepy lion would like yeah. blow a bubble yes I remember that <laughs> and it made me nauseous like it made me sick and nauseous and panicked oh, that's so funny but it was funny. such a it was creepy and Ben it's something about Ben I Vereen. swear to god there's something to that I think there's a there's some weird sexual undertones to Zubilee Zoo. Yeah. I really do. If you're not familiar with what it is, you're lucky. But it's also like a bizarre, <laughs> like, every, yeah. s- like kind of, a- it's like an, an, an anamorphic. Yeah. It's, it's very furry. It's <laughs> yeah, very much yeah, in the, yeah, the sure. realm of furries. It's giant adult peacocks and Ben Vereen is the mayor with a cheat with a snout, <laughs> and he's always ugh, his he's always doing like creepy fossy moves. <laughs> I never so when I was a kid, I couldn't watch a lot of daytime cartoons. If I did, they had to be like with friends or friends' houses oh, wow. and stuff. I couldn't really watch it. I watched a lot of Disney movies. I had a thing for um for Aladdin for a, a good long oh, while. Oh sure, Aladdin was really hot. Um, but I and he also seemed really gay to me because of the pants. You know, drop crotch, just right. very yeah. gay. Remember yeah. when um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast hooked up with a with an animal man, a beast? Oh, wait, in the movie? Yeah, it's bestiality. I mean, it's not. He's oh. trying, he's making a joke. Oh, not really. 
commenting. Um, no, but my my ultimate cartoon guy that was not really I wasn't attracted to, but I it was it just is very gay and it, it's very telling of me. I was obsessed with Banana Man. Banana Man oh. was like an obscure. I think it was an Australian cartoon. Oh I don't God! Know, I don't know how the fuck I saw it. Yeah. But I loved bananas <laughs> oh to this day. God. Never heard. I of... love bananas. I love bananas. And this bitch choking on a banana. Tonight. I am. I have banana today. I had a banana and a half. I had a banana on the way here. Yeah. Bananas are delicious. I hated it. Little, it's nature's little Honestly, energy it's bar. It's the worst fruit. It is not. Shut it's the fuck awful. up. It's awful. It's dry. You take it and it's not dry. What's All, dry it's about it? It's almost always black. Oh. <laughs> and like I've. This There's like a two-day window. You were talking shit. You were talking shit. And I will continue now. Banana Man had, he was like a blue thing, and he had a great theme song. And I would run around the house with underwear on my head. I sure. don't know why. Sure. Being like, I'm Banana Man. Yep. And then my mother would let me eat a lot of bananas. Sure. Not because she supported high potassium, but because she wanted me to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she knew She knew that I would eat myself to a yeah. point, yeah. but then I would eventually get sleepy and be like, I don't feel so good. Good night. Your mom is so funny. She's really funny. My mom, oh, my mom openly admits to drugging us, to like, oh I mean. Oh, my God. You know. I've, I've got another one for you. Here is a corporate uh, uh, logo or character, whatever you call them, that is... Uh, Needlessly sexual. No, oh. the brawny man. Oh yes. Oh, oof, yeah. 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 He is. That's odd. That's, a, that's, a, that's a drawing, but it is. Also, I mean, yeah, but it looks a, so realistic. Cartoon. I mean, if you think that's something, I mean, Mr. Clean. What the fuck is that? <gasps> Mr. Clean. I mean, what I is... would love to have sex with Mr. Clean. Remember have how... you ever seen the live action Mr. Clean from yes. like the sixties? Yes. He is so creepy. It's creepy. It's, by the way, by the way, like, Mr. Clean ads like from way back when are crazy. It's like a crazy. gay pirate. Yeah. In, all, in all honesty, Mr. Clean does. You know, it's easy to be like, especially if you're gay. It's easy to be like, he's gay. I know, or whatever. Right. Mr. Clean looks like like he's a like a a daddy who works out at it's like true. Gold's gym and always is a fake tan. Who but, like winks at Elliot when he walks in. I guarantee you, I stand by this. Those magic eraser pads, they could wipe away. Oh, they're incredible. They I've could heard wipe great. away great. diseases, does gonorrhea. Mr. They does are incredible. Does I have Mr. so Clean many of them. Have an earring. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does. Absolutely. There you go. And it's this nice ripped white shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too creepy. I will say the other. One cartoon character that I, I don't know if I had sexual feelings for, but I had a crush on, was uh, MC Scat Cat from oh. the Paula Abdul oh, yeah. Opposites Attract video. I don't remember. Two steps forward and two steps. Back. That's what it sounds. That's well, what the song ever, sounds. Would like. you ever watch cartoon porn? Yeah, I have. No. You have? Yeah. You get into it? No, of course not. <clears throat> well, you've watched it though. Well, I watch a lot of things that I don't necessarily get into. Like gay anime? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch anything and everything. Like, I want to see it all. But, yeah, I've seen, I love, there's a lot of anime part cartoon porn that, like, involves someone that's super, 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 super tiny. And, like, (laughs) and a really big, like, literally, like, the person's, like, that big. And the guy's, like, a massive man. And they're fucking. And it's, like, this big open, and it's this weird size thing that people get off on. But it's a cartoon. I remember being horrified in middle school when... <laughs> when Snoop Dogg would have um, like fe- like female like feminine looking dogs who were like his like dogs? sluts or whatever on oh. his album, and I was just like, oh. that's bad. Like that's for bad kids, and I was like, afraid of that, and afraid of them. And... and now he hosts a show with Martha Stewart. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. yeah. What would your aunt say? 
Alan, what would your Aunt Anne say about something she heard on today's podcast? The only conversion therapy I need is with Cinnabon. I swear, every <laughs> time I pass one, I have to get it. I my, have to get it. My Aunt Joanne would say, I don't think of your father as masculine. That's that's my brother. See, I'm doing logic, family mm-hmm. logic. How about Aunt Ramona? I just looked up Larry Glazer on the internet. He's pretty good looking. <laughs> I agree. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Elliot Glazer. Yeah, he's easy on the eyes. <laughs> I'm Brett Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Stop it, it's a, podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.